0: pitch on court right field Valera doesn't move another home run for Mervis there's number 29 Matt
1: Mervis highlights courtesy of Marquis believe
0: no maybe doesn't matter uh Sounds sounded like the Miners from last year. That's possible. One of the 42 bombs. The it's actually hit. from Ray Diaz. He was out there recording it for us. Courtesy of Ray Diaz. Oh. Courtesy no way to know. of Ray Diaz. Diaz, is it?
1: Sean Sears is in the description, so I think it was Sean Sears that did that. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Good job, everybody. Good job all around. What's your beef with, uh, with Jed Hoyer?
0: Matt Mervis should be given a chance to make this team on opening day. Mm. That dude is ready. And that dude, Looks good. I mean, last year was his first full year as a hitter in like five seasons um, because he was a part-time pitcher while at Duke and then COVID took some seasons away and stuff like that. But, man, that guy is more than just a slugger. And if you're watching some of the stuff that's going on at spring training, you're seeing it. He's walked four times, twice against lefties. He's taken a couple different lefties the opposite way. There's a great marquee video that Cliff Floyd did with him, kind of dissecting how he approaches hitting. Yeah, I watched that. It was good. Wasn't that good, man? Yeah, it was good. He's looking to go gap to gap with line drives, and that's what he does up there. And so far this spring... He's not looking to turn on stuff. He's also not really getting challenged inside. Everybody's pitching him away and seeing if he'll roll it over as a, as a, a lefty slugger and ground it to the right side. And he's not, he's driving balls the opposite way. And if you look at his best numbers from the explosive season in the minors last year, as the pitching got better, so did he, this is my favorite one. Cause remember, he was like four different, four different levels. If you include Arizona fall league, where he had the 42 homers overall, but at high a, a walk rate of 4.6, a K rate of 24.1 goes up to A. The walk rate almost doubles to 8.7. The K rate comes down to 20, goes up to triple A. The walk rate goes up again to 10.4. The K-rate goes down again to 14.6. He is patient. He is smart. He used to be a pitcher. So he thinks about like setting guys up and thinks about it from the pitcher's perspective. And just the change that he made before last season where he got this quiet at the plate. Jordan Alvarez is his comp. That's his guy. You watch him and people are raving about him. I I just think this dude is ready. And if he rakes in the spring, he ought to make the team instead of being slated for AAA on a team that desperately needs power. So, a couple of things come
1: to mind. Yeah. Damn Seven is more than six. Is it not? Overwhelmingly likely, even though this isn't a you know a blue chip Chris Bryant level prospect. He's also not twenty two, so I know what you are I, saying. I, I, I know service service time manipulation. They won't they won't say it out loud. and Dinged for it, but could they not say? Do you, and I, this isn't a defense of it. I understand a, it, explanation. Is it just possible of we're going to see him in May? It, and and it's lame, and I hate that rule, and it sucks, and it's not supposed to exist. But it, so thinking that. Yeah. And then the other thing, though. Uh,
0: so it's but let me respond to that real, real quick because okay. it's a good point, and it's a, obviously a very a very understandable point. He's twenty five years old. He's not twenty two or twenty three. He's not Chris Bryant, who you're looking to lock in on forever either. And your moment is actually now. You're trying to be competitive and trying to play. I know that they have a little wiggle room, and they obviously have signed other people. And maybe that's going to be your second point. But it's like. He's. Don't tell me my second. All right, I'll tell you. I mapped it out for you. No, I didn't. Um, I mean, you're right on it. uh, (laughs) But he's 25, and he's not a blue chipper. Like he, he might explode and give you great things, but you're gonna make your decision on him way before you get to seven being more than six. Oh. No question, You're but gonna, that it, leverage still matters.
1: Yeah, that, that, it's not about. It, I, that wasn't what it was about with Bryant. Yeah, it wasn't was about like when we were going to make the decision. The
0: thing is, they ended up waiting all those years <laughs> yeah, with Bryant, simply, with all of those it's guys. It's simply
1: a matter of is it worth it to get an extra 162 games uh-huh. for missing 20 games on the front end, or, or to have games. that
0: extra bit of leverage that you then use when you do re, do resign a new contract extension? If they still do those, are they still do they still believe in contract extensions? I, there's no way to know.
1: Um, <laughs> the other thing that you know i've been thinking about here Seiya suzuki is missing a significant amount of time
0: yeah so, so he's, suzuki. Out of the, he's out
1: of the world baseball classic he's right. going to miss the start he's he's not going to be there for opening day
0: probably not going to be there for opening day i yeah. mean
1: they haven't ruled him out right. yet but they it wasn't a mild strain it was a moderate right. strain that is that suggests he's not there for opening day. And they've said so, Trey
0: Mancini's going to cover some of his time in right field.
1: And Trey Mancini played, I think, 11 games in right field last year. He's done it more before, but he's played very little right field. They have Nelson Velasquez, but, like, if Mancini is going to be out there in right field, they already lack power. Mm. Mervis has power. Couldn't they just say, hey, you're our designated hitter? Uh, they could. But, like, I, like, I'm not making the, this. This The first point was kind of like, what are they thinking about service time? The second point is, it seems now with the Suzuki injury that it's way, back in play, There's way, that it's back in play, that there's, there's way less of a viable excuse if he has a monster spring, especially to keep him down there, because it seems like there is just going to be you're going to have a DH spot available
0: four days a week. Well, they've got, you know, they signed Hosmer and it was the signing of Hosmer. That lit the lit the spark that has become my my flame here, because Hosmer and Mancini is a first base DH, a first base platoon setup, and there's no room for Mervis unless you make him yeah uh, your 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 DH. Um, so Hosmer defensively not what he used to be, but he's still really damn good. So they're going to play him a lot at first base. And yeah, Mervis could DH, but they've got other guys. They've got this guy, um, Edwin Rios. They got from the Dodgers who hit 20 homers, I think in 240 plate appearances, something like that. There's a lot of power there and maybe they're going to let him make a team or let Zach McKinstry make a team with more defensive flexibility in addition to some of these other guys. So I, I, st- I would still bet on Mervis starting at AAA, even with the Suzuki injury, and I think it's wrong.
1: Chicago Cubs spring training coverage brought to you by Sloan, the official water efficiency partner of the Chicago Cubs. There's also some nostalgia tied in when you actually do watch the guy. Yeah, right. So David Ross talking to Boogan, the guys over on Marquee, about Matt Mervis and who he reminded uh, J.D. of felt really good about his uh, progress last year and put himself on the map and he's a guy that uh, hopefully continues on that trend. He's got kind of a rizzle body doesn't he. I, you know I didn't want to compare him. You, I'm glad you said it J.D. I didn't but just the whole like it's like the shoulders are just really long and thick the, the the neck you know just the whole thing he's just got a presence about him in the box. It's very simple quiet young man but a really good way about him so far.
0: David Ross agreed with Jim DeShays when he said he reminds him of Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> Headlines. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the problem, right? <laughs> oh, Rossi said you're yeah, going to be Anthony. No, no no, yeah, no, no. We're talking body type. Yeah, Who yes. knows what he ultimately will be? So I love that. And we are the ones to amplify that and make it a headline. So consider that done. But it's not just body type. He said he's got a presence in there, you know? And he's quiet. It's the approach. And in if there. he's
1: got the the Rizzo control of the strike zone yes. which i mean again very early in spring he looks the like he ability does.
0: and desire to go the other way
1: yeah i i don't i want to believe that Hosmer doesn't block anything
0: he, he really shouldn't block anything
1: he hasn't been good for years i like the guy
0: he started out pretty well batting average wise last year okay
1: yay
0: uh okay your oh. opening day starting right fielder, Trey Mancini, just struck out a 91-mile-an-hour fastball down the middle of his plate.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> On an 0-2 count. Power. Where's it going to be for this Cubs team? Matt Mervis has power. Uh, well that, so, that, so so get him out there let him play. Okay. So mm. I, I think that it's – I if he has a big spring, I want to believe that he's there, and I'm with you. He should be. And I think that the explanations for him not to be after the Suzuki injury – are going to get tougher and tougher for them to make the case. But a few things do need to happen. He needs to have a great spring. Yeah, and
0: so far it's been pretty darn good. He struck out a few times, but as I mentioned, the walks, going up a couple couple doubles and and really blowing everybody away. Mancini said incredible things about Mervis yesterday. Yeah,
1: but but Hosmer shouldn't block anything. They're paying him
0: no money. 700 grand. Yeah,
1: he's... a big name because of what he did in twenty fifteen, and then the contract he signed after that. Yeah, you know, so it's it's been it's been a while since Hosmer has been a big name, highly productive player. Still has value in theory for culture and chemistry, and maybe a little defense. Sure. But that's about it.
0: Um, so, look, I, I hope so. I'll be watching the story closely. I want Mervis to be given a chance to win the job, and hopefully he will. He's about to go play for Team Israel in the WBC. One other thing about the Rizzo comp, this may not surprise you. I wanted Anthony Rizzo to make the team to start 2012, Oh, and he did not. He instead went to the minors at AAA, where he hit 342 with 23 homers and 62 RBIs before getting called up on June 26th. So they sent Rizzo down, and then he came up and raked right away. So it's interesting, and that was a year where they were not expecting to be competitive. They were still a couple years away from when they expected to be competitive. This year, the way they're talking and acting and what they signed and everything, they are expecting to be competitive. So go ahead and put this 25-year-old out there. I hope that they
1: expect to be competitive.
0: I think they do. They that, yeah, they're gonna try their best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I hope the team is. Danny, remember, scientists have have come together to say their floor is eighty wins. I know,
1: I know, and we are still trying to teach those scientists what floor means. I'm it's doing my best, best. Frank, I can't.
0: What do you think we're in the f***ing haberdashery business? <laughs>
1: Speaks his twenty first favorite baseball player of the last thirty years in an hour. It's a current present-day Chicago superstar. But coming up next, something ridiculous happened in a baseball game yesterday that was outright hilarious. It's next nice on the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?